0: Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value
1: using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fassell.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the trading floor of Dynasty Wall Street. I am Russ Fisher, here as always with John Bosch and Kane Fassell. And we are going to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator to talk about player values one position at a time. And, I mean, we're just going to get right into it because, I, again, I like bringing players to the table that I want to hear these smart guys' opinion on it. Because I know how I feel, but I don't know if how I feel is right. And, well, I don't know if they, you know their discussions will make me feel right or wrong but at least it's more information right i guess i don't know i'm probably gonna leave this more confused than i was but i am going first because i'm talking quarterbacks and that's where we start and i want to talk about tua i really really like tua not everyone seems to really really like tua like i do and i don't get it i don't know if this is an injury thing like Keenan Allen being injury prone when he tore his ACL and then punctured his spleen, because clearly that makes you injury prone. Those two completely random things, right? I don't know. Tua comes in the the trade calculator at twenty six point five. An early first is twenty five point five. One point, one point difference between an early first and Tua. My question to you, Devi Kane would you take Tua or the 101? The 101. Yeah?
2: Right. And so this is why, right? If we're we're sitting here, we're recording this on December 6th, right? And, and so the big thing that people need to realize is that between now and the time that rookie drafts start, the biggest accruing asset that I can get between the 101 and Tua is the pick, right? Because we already know what Tua is, right? And, and yeah, you can, you can say that he's, he's improving and I get that. Um, But we know what Tua is. We know his landing spot, but there's so much unknown with the first round pick. So as we get closer and more things become quote unquote known about these players, right? And we see the NFL draft and things like that. The one hundred and one is going to be worth more and more and more, right? Because everyone wants their chance to be able to take whichever quarterback or, or wide receiver, which don't take a wide receiver in the first few picks because that's a wasted pick, um, unless there's a generational talent, which there isn't. Like everyone wants their shot at a quarterback, and so if, if the question is, what what upside do I want to shoot for? Right? Do I want to just be content with Tua, who's probably going to be in that anywhere in the fantasy range of like quarterback fourteen to quarterback twenty five? Do I want to shoot for that ranger? or do I actually want to shoot for a ceiling of a player that is actually going to help me win games instead of just have a quarterback to start? Right. And so that's why I go with the first round pick, because I'm always shooting for that ceiling, um, because I can always get a quarterback, too. Right. We've heard John talk about this um, week after week, right, where if he wants a quarterback, he can just go and trade for one. Right. They're not crazy expensive when you get kind of the older quarterbacks that might have one, two, three years left. And we're still not even sure if the Miami Dolphins are actually convinced in Tua when we see report after report after report saying that they're interested in Deshaun Watson. Right. So that's why I'm going to take the pick, because though there is more ambiguity in who the first quarterback off the board is going to be in in rookie drafts, that is still a better asset when it comes to accruing value than Tua is at this point.
0: Okay, John. Do you see two as ceiling as a QB fourteen to twenty five? Hell
1: no. <laughs> I, I almost, uh, I almost jumped in right there. But I figured I'd like Kane finished. Yeah, I I I think two is a QB one. Not the the QB one, but I think he can get into the second tier of quarterbacks.
2: A QB one in what points or value?
1: Probably both for me. Yeah, points for sure. Maybe not this year, but in the future. Yeah. I think he's better than Mac Jones. I would take him above Mac Jones, and I think we've talked about Mac Jones before being that QB two you know that range that you were just talking about. I think Tua is more likely to be eh, like a six to twelve. He might not crack that top six. I don't think he's going to be a QB two. If he's my QB two, I feel great with with Tua as my QB two. I don't give a flying anything about reports. About Deshaun Watson. I, just I appreciate
0: your censorship on that don't
1: one. don't <laughs> care. Like, for the love of God, he didn't get traded there. He didn't. They kept, they kept to it. They did not trade for Watson. Watson wants to go there. Watson's agent, I'm sure, wants Watson to go there. Like, I don't care about any reports ever again. Like, I didn't care about him then. I just, I just don't care. I don't care about, you know, all this crap about teams wanting to replace Tua. Teams wanting to replace Hurts. Like, When they do it fine. And I get that we, maybe we should be prepared, but God, we just, people get, uh, people got a little bit crazy. that Tua was just going to be gone from Miami because Deshaun Watson, there's a report that says he wants to play there. Like, or that's the only place he'll be traded to (laughs) or the owner wants him, you know, who cares? Like it didn't happen. He's not a lock to be playing anywhere, much less a lock to be playing on a team that he is not a part of right now. So like, that doesn't even factor into me. Uh, Tua easily I'd like does it have to be the 101 Russ? You said early it did say first. early
0: first, but I, I specifically worded it that way to get a more informed answer out of Kane. But yeah, you can answer I mean, early first if you want.
1: Kane's argument for the 101 is dead on right. 102, 103, 104. I want to. Like that's easy. I don't even have to think about that.
0: Would you take the 101 over Tua though?
1: The 101 is really close. Like because of the fact that it has more to it. It can be anything and everybody likes to have the 101. Not everybody's gonna like to have TuA. The 101 could end up being TuA, but it could be more than TuA as well. So man, it's tough. I let's see. if I was in a last place team, would I give up my pick for TuA right now? If I was really staring down that 101? I don't think I would right now. Because I think I honestly could wait and give the 101 and get two at any point. That's fair.
2: So I, but I think as you get closer to when we're actually picking, you can get two a plus for that 101.
1: Yeah, I mean at minimum I'll get I can get two a for it. So I think I think I have to say I'll take the one oh one because that's right. I mean you can get two a later for it. You can't necessarily go back the other way.
0: Yeah, I was super ready to pull like a Vince Vaughn, like erroneous, blasphemous, heresy, like just start screaming big words in very animated fashion. When I was thinking about any one first over Tua, because I do value Tua over those, but I guess you guys are absolutely right. When it you know, when I took a step back and listened to your logical arguments as opposed to my Vince Vaughn reaction, you're right. At some point. You can probably get Tua in like a second for the 101, which to me, I would absolutely consider a win. But like right now, in a pure value standpoint, I think Tua should be worth more. But also because I want to value Tua around what John was saying. But the truth is he's being valued around what Kane is saying, which is why I said I really need to talk about this guy. And I need you logical people to just sort of talk me down from a value ledge because... I think, I mean, not that I'm going to trade him away for anything, but like, I I think I'm keeping him too high in my mind, but I, I'm fine with that, I think, because I really do like the player and that offense is getting better. He is, I mean, man, that dude had a devastating hip injury at, what, 18 months ago? Like, he's still getting better. He's still healing. He looks better. He had an 80% completion percentage in November, I think I heard someone say. Like, that's insane. And OK, maybe he didn't throw as many passes because he missed a game. But who cares? I don't care. Like, that's really good. So
1: I look forward to the list you're going to bring, because I think yeah. the answer is going to be I'll take two because he's the cheapest, but he's probably not the most valuable.
0: I did not do that. I did not okay. go too high up because I knew that would that's what would happen. I the went tier and that he's
1: in is he's the cheapest in that tier for me, I think
0: two is in the middle of what I've picked. All right, um, Let's do it. Yeah, but just, just to say it out loud, yeah, you're right. I would take the 101 over to it just because, like John said, you can get to it for the 101 at pretty much any point, assuming in your league the dude wants to make that move or do that. Sorry. Um, I, I think
2: that's the right process, though.
0: Yes, I that is overall. absolutely the right process. Whether I would do it in real life, I don't know if I, <laughs> if I would. Uh, as and, and I yes, say, not as I do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and also, I agree with John, where 102 in down. Um,
1: Kane, what about you? Which we, we didn't get your thoughts on that. What about where, where would you, what pick would you give for two of these early firsts? Three, three. Okay. So, so you would, take still, take two? Two would still take the two? I would still take the two.
0: Oh, cause two you over think three. there's going to be the top two picks are going to be two quarterbacks. And
2: yeah, I, I just think the, the value cliff is, so this is how I have rookie drafts. So I know now a lot of people are, are going to, um, you know, disagree with me, um, but I have it one and two and that's a tier break. And then two through six, that's another tier break. And that's right this now. specific draft, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. In this specific draft.
0: Okay. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So let me, let's me let get to the list, right? Uh, I always separate my guy out just so you don't know where in the list he does fall. So we have Tua.
1: Always randomize the order however you choose. Makes it more fun.
0: Yeah, but that takes a lot of work. So I have Tua, Deshaun Watson, because I had to put him in there. Matt Stafford. Zach Wilson and Derek Carr I purposely made this a weird range of age and I needed to get Watson in there because just because of the talk I needed to do it so I guess whoever has their list ready first just speak up and go yeah I'll go
2: first um Stafford's number one for me um he's a QB one um Tua is second I have Zach Wilson at three, um, just because that agent, I think he's actually playing better and he fits in that offense well. Um, Derek Carr at four, because he's playing, and Deshaun Watson at five, because he's not playing.
0: Let's say Watson was announced to either start as the Texans week one or get traded and be a starter somewhere else week one. Does that change anything for you? Like if, if we had
1: a lot to say. That's a big hypothetical. There.
0: Yeah, I, it's just like trying to say if, if you if, if we know he's playing, does it change a lot for you? Yeah, he'd be
2: one. That's he'd fair. be the first quarterback in this list. Yeah, because I, when I, he's playing, it's so, so tough to forget five. that he's young and very good quarterback. Right, he's a with top five dynasty quarterback when he plays. But but the issue is that he's not playing.
0: Yeah, that's very fair. You up, John. <laughs> that's kind of. Yeah, really
1: I'm I got. ready. Yeah. Uh, I have Stafford as my first on this list as well, but it's pretty close. Uh, Tua is my number two. And I could see some team scenarios where I would probably prefer Tua. Like if this year is not my year and next year doesn't appear to be my year, I'd rather Tua. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty close. I would say that's a tier break for me. I have Carr at three. I do have Watson at four. I can't believe you made me pick Watson over somebody. I just hate the Jets that much in general. Yeah. Uh, and Zach Wilson is a jet. So I know that Zach Wilson's young, you know, give him time and all that. But uh, I don't think his upside is anywhere close to Deshaun Watson's if Deshaun Watson were to were to be able to play at some point in the future. Um, but honestly, like right now, if I had Deshaun Watson on a roster and somebody offered me Zach Wilson, I would take Zach Wilson's trade up. Yeah. If that makes sense. I still it think does. the value of Watson has probably got a chance to be higher, but I don't even care. Like I would take Wilson because he's he's a more known commodity, even if I don't really like his ceiling or his floor. Yeah. Uh he's known. So from that aspect, I would, honestly Watson wouldn't even if you're asking me who I would rather have on my teams, Watson wasn't wouldn't even make a list. Like I just don't care. I'm done with him.
0: Saints, uh. So we have the same one and two, all of us. I have Stafford at one, two at two, uh, two a. Actually, Stafford was listed above two but so was Watson in uh, the trade calculator. Yeah, I that's
1: I, I can't. How do you how do you put any value on him? Because it's I don't so... know.
0: Yeah, I mean, every all. I mean, once we stop scoring points, all value is hypothetical anyway. So I don't <laughs> know. His I... value
1: goes from zero. To I don't know whatever the value is right now <laughs> zero to somewhere of, in the forties of like right? a DAC or something like that <laughs> you know right so
0: I have crazy. Stafford to a I have Derek Carr at three and Zach Wilson at four I stared at that for a minute because Carr is definitely safer Carr has a lower ceiling than Zach Wilson can and I think Wilson might even have more trade value right now than Derek Carr. I just feel better about having Derek Carr on my team, and then I put Zach Wilson at four because I think right now you can get a first for Zach Wilson if you wanted to. I don't think you can get one for Watson. Yeah, that was a, that was a face from Kane. I, I you know, I, I was waiting for something to happen. I'm like, wait, no, not everyone can watch what's going on, so I should say something out loud. Well, regardless, like, I, 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 I just don't
2: know if, like, I, I don't even think you could get
0: like a mid first for Wilson at this point. Well, he wasn't drafted as a mid first anyway. So give me a late first this coming year. And I'm fine with that. I think I would rather
2: want, I think I want Zach Wilson over a late first.
0: Well, good thing. I'm not trying to trade you Zach Wilson (laughs) for first Kane.
1: I think you're probably right on the value. They're both probably around a late first.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I be
1: undervalued for, you know, super flex and all, but.
0: But even yeah, yeah. Right again, yeah, Zach, yeah. Will, Zach Wilson's playing. He strings two not bad games together, and people might start f- feeling safe about him again. It's going to take a lot for people to feel good about Zach Wilson, but feeling safe is completely different, especially when you're super young. Like Sam Darnold was going for a first, pl- first <laughs> to a first plus for the first few years in the league. Like, yeah. oh, he's young. He has arm talent. It's the same thing we said about Darnold. And, of course, they drafted the next dude that we're comparing to Darnold because Jets.
1: Okay. He does so. At least, I mean, the, the positive Zach Wilson has for him versus Derek Carr is Wilson has room to go up. Derek yeah, Carr's, Carr's value will never increase.
0: That is a very I fair mean, point.
1: It will always go down. So if you're into that gamble and you think that he could actually go up, he's probably a guy to go get right now because I, I do think he is affordable
0: all right uh did someone take running back
1: i took running back we're moving right on yeah we are
2: <sighs> so can i do the john bosch i don't
0: want any of them <laughs> no
1: there
2: know.
0: was there was actually a running back <laughs> i, really I,
1: I kind of wanted to talk about so we well, did javante
0: already so i don't know who else you actually have to talk I about
1: <laughs> i know that was that was like we did javante before john Th- javante was mr twitter and you were only allowed to tweet about him i think you,
0: you mean before sunday okay
1: yeah obviously <laughs> I, I think we even did it like before friday um No, this is a running back that I did want to talk about. Like I was ready when I, when I figured out, found out I was getting running back this week. I'm like, all right, I've got one I want to talk about. I'm curious because he was my rookie running back one this year. I was very excited for this man. I liked him a lot. He got hurt. (laughs) Travis Etienne, (sighs) 14.9 on the calculator. That comes in at a late first. Plus a little bit. So in an early third, maybe you like, that's what it basically boils down to. Nobody cares about the third. So we're going to say the one, because it doesn't tell us, you know, if it's the 110 yet, 109, I'm going to go ahead and set the over under at the 109. Russ, what do you think? The 109 or Travis ETN?
0: I think there's a better chance of me taking that pick and moving it for something I like better than the chance of moving ETN for something I like. I think a hurt running back, especially with a, I think it was a broken bone in his foot, right? Foot injuries scare me, especially on guys that have to plant that hard into the ground. Uh, I think I have a better chance at moving that pick for something I like better than that running back, because looking for someone to buy Travis Etienne is a very specific need. It's someone who doesn't need points now, it's someone who believes in ETN, someone who believes that ETN will be healthy, and someone who values him around what you need him to be valued at. Picks are picks. We know where they are. We know where they go. I think I can get more out of it by taking that pick. So I'm going to side with the pick, though. I have, on rebuilding teams, acquired a couple of ETN shares as a as a gamble, as a just-in-case. But those are probably more hold-on-to as opposed to flipping, unless his value goes nuts, like when we get that first running video on Twitter, that usually makes value go nuts. But I'm going to stick with taking the I'm going to take the pick. King, I want Travis Etienne like I, <laughs> you you have to realize. You, no, you already said you don't want any of them. You can't take that back. now. No. So
2: the, the thing the thing that people have to realize, right,
0: is what this NFL draft looks like.
2: Right. Um, and, and what this first round of rookie drafts is going to look like. There's three running backs that are worth a poo. Right. And none of them are going to be first round picks in the NFL draft. Like just a heads up. That's not going to happen. None of them are going to be first round picks. Um, Who are those that's,
1: running backs, King? You should that's probably Kenneth, start giving us names Yeah, yeah that's C. Kenneth Walker.
2: Kenneth Walker out of um, Michigan State. Isaiah Spiller, not CJ Spiller, <laughs> out of Texas A&M. And uh, Brees Hall out of Iowa State. None of those are first round picks in the NFL draft. Um, but is that
1: because no running back should be a oh, first be. round pick? Like is the NFL actually finally coming around? No,
2: wait, 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 hold on. There's going to be two first-round picks that are running backs in the 2023 draft. So no. Um,
0: do yeah, you think Bijon that ETN Etienne... like
1: they're just they're just loads ahead, aren't they? Yeah, there's so many good running.
0: backs. Do you think ETN should have been a first-round pick in the NFL draft?
1: Yeah, that's the way to phrase the question. That, that's
0: my yeah yes
2: I do okay. because he he has a game-changing ability. Um, he is
0: incredibly fast
2: at the running back position. Um, and he can catch pat. like he's just a really good running back. and I don't mind be- him being picked in the first round. um but but the point is that there's three running backs worth a poo in this draft, and I don't think any of them get to you at the one oh nine. So the question is, do i want to take a shot on a wide receiver that I like the landing spot of? Um, you know at at the one oh nine, Or do I want to take the shot on a running back who actually is going to increase in value a whole lot more if he hits, right? Because I'm basically acting like Travis Etienne is in this 2022 draft, right? If we just completely wipe out what happened this past year when he got
0: injured, like, I would rather have Travis Etienne. So he would be your running back one in this class? One or two, yeah.
1: Okay. I'm torn. I shouldn't have said it at 109. or <laughs> um, I, I would probably take Travis ETN uh, like because I liked him so much. And I, I think, I think he's going to come back and be fine. Like, I, I don't think the injury is something that will linger. I hope it's not. Um, obviously I'm much more worried about like a Cam Akers, but these guys do recover. <laughs> Remember they are young, even though they're old for running backs already, of course, because they're, you know, like out of their teenage years. Um I, I would take ETN. I, I would have taken him at the 102 in non-superflex drafts last year. I think wow. I probably did. <laughs> like he well, no, probably 103, because I would have taken Chase because it did go Pitts Chase and then ETN for me, I do believe.
0: I was gonna joke that you were gonna take Harris at one, but you didn't give me the opening.
1: No, obviously <laughs> not. Um I mean, granted, I don't like running backs and I hate to give up a pick for a running back if it's not a running back that would put me over the top. I mean, we'll get to the list, but one guy that's like not on the list. <laughs> and if I'm giving a late first, I'd rather have Leonard Fournette and competing with like, if, I, if I'm if i getting a late first, or my pick is going to be a late first, I assume it's because I'm competing right now. And like, I'd rather give that up right now for Leonard Fournette and go for it, which sounds disgusting. Because that late first could also get me Travis Etienne but that doesn't help me at all right now. So mm-hmm. like, so pick wise, I think I do want ETN, but I think what it really comes down to is he's not getting traded for a pick right now. Like nobody is trading a pick for Travis ETN right now. True. They're tra- trading Travis ETN or trading a productive player to somebody who has ETN and is going to the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. you might be the five or the 60, whatever you got, you're getting into the playoffs. We're in fantasy playoff time, folks. They start next week or the week after for pretty much every league. So you've got a productive running back who you might not like as much as Travis Etienne. That's where we're gonna get to the list now. Let's do it. So we do have first. I'm gonna do straight up because their value, we're gonna just gonna do one quick hit and then we'll do the list. Their value we s- exactly equal in the calculator 14.9. James Robinson. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's messed up. I'm that's not
1: kidding. Cool. They are legit 14.9 for both of them. I want Travis Etienne. I wanted Travis Etienne before this year. Confirmation bias by nothing because nothing's confirmed. Uh, so I'm just biased and I will keep it. I want, still want Travis Etienne. What about you guys?
0: I think I want James Robinson. Oh, man. I'm re- I, that is, They're both a gamble. I'd rather gamble on the guy who I've seen do it before. I know they have <laughs> shown investment in him that i know that's what john's thinking that's not what
1: i'm thinking anymore (laughs) you've seen him do it because he's old now (laughs) (sighs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding
0: you're not kidding that's the thing (laughs) okay no but i'll take james robinson because again we've seen we've, we've seen him do it and i have to hope in my heart of hearts that the jaguars front office is not so inept that they would just take James Robinson off the field and put on Travis Etienne just because they drafted him in the first.
1: Why would they not do
2: that? You mean Go like on, where Kane. they put in Carlos Hyde this past week because <laughs> <laughs> James Robinson fumbled?
0: Irrational <laughs> reactions quarter to I will never – Like I can't – that happens. I, Bill Belichick, Tom Coughlin, like they've ruined the league. with And Bruce Arians, like, uh-oh, you fumbled, doghouse, you're out for the rest of the game. Like there's – right.
1: Kane, which one do you want? James Robinson or Travis Etienne?
2: Travis Etienne, because by the time the season starts, Travis Etienne will be worth more.
1: (laughs) I mean, quite. I think that's dead right. I I don't even know if I would make that trade if I'm contending. I don't know if I would give up Etienne for James Robinson. No. No, Honestly,
0: I wouldn't right now just because the Jaguars are doing so poorly.
1: Yeah, so I don't think down the stretch he's the running back. I'd rather go get some other running back. All right, so the actual list. Cam Akers. David Montgomery, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Tony Pollard, A.J. Dillon, and Michael Carter.
2: <sighs> um, I can go. I appreciate that because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm
0: staring at this and I've, no, I haven't no—I have written a number down yet.
1: I'm choosing how do I want any running back.
2: <laughs> um, so uh, number one for me is Travis Etienne out of this list. Um, Cam Akers is second. I think there's a tear break there after et in, in acres because just in value increase they're going to increase higher than than anyone else on this list i have david montgomery at three um because if i want an asset that is going to help me win david montgomery is going to do that more than ceh who i have at four at five is A.J. Dillon, because I think he is just a better football player than the rest of these people on this list. Michael Carter at six, because when he is playing, he's actually starting running back. And Pollard at seven, because everyone that loves Pollard doesn't realize that you actually have to be on the field and have, you know, the ball in your hands to score points. And uh, Pollard just doesn't do that
0: like the rest of these guys can on this list. Russ. All right. I'm ready. I did this. I don't know. I don't remember what I wrote down anymore, so let's just see what I did. I have David Montgomery at one, and he's scoring points, and I was floored when he came back and they just took Khalil Herbert off the field. Like, I did not get that. I did not expect that, but they just showed that they want David Montgomery to run the ball 100 times a game, and I'm fine with that. I'll ride that, even if it's just for the year after this one. At two, I have Michael Carter because I'm way too high on him. And I agree with what Kane just said, that he is an every down back for a team that might not be great. But he's already still putting up 14 to 18 points every single week on a bad team. Elijah Moore's getting better. Hopefully, Zach Wilson gets better. And again, hopefully, they upgrade their team a little bit, which would only do better for Michael Carter. I have ETN at three. Akers at four. I'm just terrified of Acres. I almost put eight I almost like just wrote seven right away next to Acres, but then I saw the rest of the names. I'm like I can't do that. I, I have no Acres, and I'm fine not having any Acres. I am fine waiting to see him come back and then pay the tax on that. I'm willing to buy him for an extra first if I come back and see he turned into Cam Acres of old and has completely overtaken Henderson. At five, I have AJ Dillon because I just. He has the highest upside of the guys left. CEH at six, Pollard at seven. I mean, CH is just not what we wanted and s- Pollard for all the reasons Kane just said. What do you got, John?
1: I have no idea. Uh no. Um, so I I do have Etienne and Acres at the top, uh, like Kane, which is Nuts, because they're both hurt. They're not playing. They're missing their entire rookie. It's just year.
0: also funny that John did this to himself.
1: <laughs> I know. And it makes, it we makes, didn't torture him with running backs. No sense. I know. I know. It, it makes no sense that they, those two should be at the top of my list because they've missed a year of their careers, which are already short because they're running backs and they're injured. So like their careers are now going to be starting out with an injury. That usually doesn't bode great for the running back position. Nonetheless, they're still my top 2 and probably in a tier of their own. The next tier is four guys and honestly, I don't really care how you jumble them. Um I I kind of I have CEH right now, then Pollard, then Carter, then David Montgomery. Look, I know CEH isn't what people wanted him to be. He's still producing. <laughs> like mm. he, he he goes out and he, he's still scoring points for you. 20 salary, them, obviously. Though. Um, and I will continue to want the running back in a on the Chiefs offense. I can't say high powered offense anymore because that's not what they've been doing. Uh I, I'm not out on the Chiefs by any means. So I'll still I'll still keep uh you know going back to the well of the Chiefs are the offense that I want to attack. I have Pollard fourth. yeah, you do have to be on the field. Um I don't know how long Zeke can just keep him off the field. Zeke's hurt right now. So like at some point they might just give him a little bit of uh rest like I don't know how how you rest him like they they're not gonna they're 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 running him into the ground but he doesn't look good running like we can all agree on that at least, right like I'm not gonna say Pollard's better than Zeke because I don't think it's a fair comparison right now, but I think right now, Pollard can get out there and do some stuff because Zeke is a little hampered.
2: Then why was, isn't he doing it more? Pollard? Why isn't Pollard on the field more then?
1: Coaching. <laughs> I mean, we mm-hmm. all know this. We, 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 we all know this. Like that they, they they've made Zeke is their guy. So Zeke is going to be out there. I do think there can be a shift for that when they if should that should the time come that they need that. I think it can shift. I don't think it's going to be a huge shift right now. I do think it'll be a nice split going down the stretch. It's working. Like, why would they really like want to go away from it when they bring Pollard in? He is a nice change of pace for them and he can hit that big play. Again, I'm not saying that I I would rather have Zeke for Pollard. Like if you give me straight up one for one, which some people are now saying they want Pollard, I would still rather have Zeke. (laughs) But quite frankly, I want Zeke about as much as uh, I want any running back who I think is old and has, not a lot of time left. I'm not trading him for Pollard though. I would trade Zeke for somebody else. Um who was out after that? Uh, Michael Carter. Rookie but he's a jet. <laughs> but I have liked what he's done. Um so I I do I do like Carter. Dave Montgomery, I I know you, that Russ, you sounded like you liked him but I honestly
0: don't but the Bears do and that's what matters.
1: Yeah, I even though they do I I I don't think his future value is all that great. Uh, David Montgomery, great running back to get for the next few weeks for your playoffs. I don't have high hopes for him beyond that. Uh, and AJ Dillon, I have him at the bottom because I don't think he's surplanting uh, Aaron Jones. Like uh, he's just he's not supplanting them right now. Even if he's even if he's talented enough to, I, unless Aaron Jones is hurt, I don't think he's taking away the workload from him. So. And by the time he does, <laughs> it, it you know, he'll be he'll be um
2: old, nearing an
1: age that I don't like. He'll be old. So <laughs> he's a great look, they like the Packers are stacked, they have a great running back room They have those two guys, and like their backup option is AJ Dillon or their second guy in, however you want to call it. Like that's awesome for them. But for now it's still Aaron Jones. So
2: So John, did I hear that you had Pollard over David Montgomery?
1: yeah I like that offense a lot more I like Dallas's offense just a ton more than the Bears and when I for running backs I base a lot of the running backs that I want on do I like the offense I know some running backs and bad the bad offenses can score but it's a lot easier for running backs to score in good offenses so
2: I just think it's interesting that that Montgomery and Pollard both have the same money years left on their contracts um and one's a starting running back, like I think that's that's the interesting thing for me is that a lot of people are are now shifting to Pollard, right? Um, but one's behind Zeke, and the other one is behind no one in a bad offense. Um, so if touches are king, right? If volume is king for running backs, then I don't think why that isn't anymore?
1: What's I don't that? think volume in a bad offense is better than lesser volume, but still productive in a good offense. I would rather have. I like if I would rather have uh Pollard getting good touches on Dallas' team than Pollard, you know, than David Montgomery on the Bears. If David Montgomery was on the was on the Cowboys and getting the Tony Pollard touches, I would rather have David Montgomery. It's all about the offense for me. And I like Dallas's offense way above the Bears offense.
0: That's wild to me.
1: <laughs> the Bears offense is just not good.
0: All right, well we did quarterback and running back. So what do you have for us, Kane? I have a wide receiver. Um Wee. because I because
2: we love talked chaos. about two
1: tight ends in the last few weeks and so we've covered yes. everybody.
2: <laughs> and and I I love chaos. And this is a player that like A I don't know how he's 27. I think we have to start there. Um, it feels like Amari Cooper's been in the league for 97 years.
1: Yep. Amari's only 27?
0: <laughs> He's eternally 24 to me. <laughs> like,
1: that's it's the weird absolutely
0: thing. wild. Um, I'm pretty sure and so, Ryan
1: started the anything for Amari uh, Twitter before I even joined Twitter.
0: Yeah, that was like 16 <laughs> years ago. <laughs>
2: right, so sorry, here's the is the the trade for Amari Cooper. Is Amari Cooper or a late 2022 first?
1: What?
0: Yeah, his value is pretty low.
1: A single yeah. first? It's like a, a single late first.
2: Yep. He, Amari Cooper's value is 15.5 and the late first is
0: 14.5. I think this is riding on the silly idea that you can't have two good wide receivers or two wide receivers do well fantasy-wise in an offense. Everyone's so enamored with CD Lamb that they're pushing down Amari and that seems like bad process. I mean, I would easily take Amari over a late first.
1: Same. I don't think there's a lot of, dis- like, I don't know how much discussion there will be amongst the three of us, unless Kane's got a prospect that he likes a lot at the late first.
2: No, because if, if I have a late first, right, let's say that this is my first, uh, I think Amari Cooper is going to have, have like one or two games that where he just absolutely booms the rest of the season. Right. That's what Amari Cooper does. He has really, really big games. Um, and you know, he was out with, with COVID and you saw that the offense is just not as good. You know, it, it's been worse without having Amari Cooper on the field. Makes and sense. I think you I think you can say, is that Amari Cooper? Is that a hurt Zeke? Is that a bad offensive line? I think it's all of it. And I think more weapons are better for a team. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's easy. I want Amari Cooper over a late 2022 first um, because he's attached to a good quarterback. Right. He, he's going to get good targets. Um, but the list, I think, is really, really interesting. Um, because there's only one player on this list, and that's Amari Cooper that I would actually give up a first for. Cool. Yeah. And I think that's that's the confusion that I have here. Um, so we have Amari Cooper. This is our list: Amari Cooper, Rondell Moore, Darnell Mooney, Mike Williams, Kelvin Ridley,
0: just for you, Russ, yeah. and Kadarius Tony. I hate so much of what's happening in my head right now.
1: Oh man. He's just falling right down. I'm ready. I can go. Good, Um, please. Like I, (sighs) you can't figure out where to put Ridley. I know. I understand. I understand. Oh man. I don't really know what to do with the last two, but I don't really care about either of them all that much. So we'll just start and stop. Um, I would actually take Rondell Moore over Amari, not by a lot, but just by a little. And it is because of the offense that he's in. Uh, he is attached to Kyler Murray, who I like more than Dak. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rondell Moore. Then Amari is number two on my list. This is where it got tough. That's a tear break on this list. Um, I'm gonna go Mike Williams next, but it's really close between him and Calvin Ridley Um, then this is probably the scenario of contender versus non-contender where I would give up Williams to gamble that Ridley is back next year and fine. And in the reverse, if I'm not competing or if I am competing, I would give up Ridley for Mike Williams down the stretch. So those two really, that's probably where it flips. Another tier break then. I'll go Mooney, then Tony. I don't really care. Like neither of those two are guys that I am as high on as others seem to be, is I think how I should put it. So I would take the value that I can get from Mooney or Tony from Mooney or Tony easily.
0: I had to fight so much personal bias in this list. Ridley, it's not fair.
1: Number one.
0: I no, it's not. Just I I have Amari at one. And already right here is where the personal bias started. I put Mike Williams at two yeah. because hashtag team Clemson, big wide receiver. He's one of my guys. I we've seen what he can do. And I don't know what changed. Like he had that ankle injury, and then all of a sudden never or knee injury. And it the targets never went back to him. But he also just went for a hundred yards yesterday. I he is that guy. He can be that guy. And I firmly believe they re-sign him. So I am All in on Mike Williams, whether I like it or not. At number three, I put Rondell Moore for all the reasons John said. He's super good. He's on a super good offense. And they have two aging wide receivers on that team. So I think it's a matter of time before Rondell's usage steps up. At four, I have Ridley because I love Calvin Ridley. uh, And also because the two guys after him, yeah, they're all right. Like I honestly like Darnell Mooney. He's doing pretty well right now. And it doesn't matter which of the quarterbacks there are. Also because poor went out for Allen Robinson. I mean, he just, I think he retired. I don't know. And, and I have Tony at six because while he is so much fun to watch, I mean, I don't know if that dude's ever going to be on the field for more than six minutes. And I don't trust the Giants offense to use him the way they should either. So while I like Tony, I do. I think if he could stay healthy, he could be very good in a better off a better coached offense which hopefully they just clear house after the season the giants do but yeah that's my order i have i have to say it out loud because i forgot amari um, mike williams rondell moore calvin ridley darnell mooney kadarius tony um so i think
2: mine's a little bit different i have amari cooper at one mike williams at two calvin ridley at three Whee! uh rondell Moore at four because though like yeah he's in a good offense but Rondell Moore cannot win outside in the NFL. Like that's just not going to happen um and so that scares me a lot and also i don't want an
0: a dot of like two as long as he's getting like 15 targets at two yards and could do something after the catch it's good enough yeah, for that's me.
1: not going to if i get a point for every one of those two yard a dot targets uh, i'm okay with that give me 10 give me 10 unfortunately catches for you don't get 10 points per target. For 25 yards i'm okay with that <laughs>
2: um so I have Rondell Moore at four, and then I have Darnell Mooney at five, Kadarius Tony at six. Um, I, th- I think Mooney is just better than Kadarius Tony. Also, Kadarius Tony is not the wide receiver one in that offense. Is um, there one? <laughs> oh I think God, Sterling Shepard when really he's alive.
0: Is. <laughs> that is very fair. Sterling Shepard does just get targets among the targets. Yeah, I think targets.
2: it's him when he's healthy. He just can't be healthy. Um, he is like Sterling Shepard is like the the Allen Robinson of the Giants. No. Oh because he can't stay healthy either unfortunately. So my list Amari Cooper, uh Mike Williams, Calvin Ridley, Rondell Moore, Darnell Mooney and Kadarius Tony which tells me that I should probably send out an offer for Amari Cooper.
0: Honestly, like I'm in this range, I feel like most of them are probably cheaper than I would value them myself.
1: Yeah, like, I'm actually shocked that Amari, Rondell Moore and Mike Williams are well, and, not really so much Mike Williams.
0: Because no one's
1: he's been up and down. But yes. Like I'm you, a surprised you, Amari and Rondell Moore are considered late first.
2: Do you want to actually hear the value list of how these guys are valued? Because I think that's going to be an absolute shock. Very yeah, nice to do you it. It's so the highest value is Rondell Moore. Okay. Then Darnell Mooney. What? <laughs> he's
1: scoring, then, man. Then
2: Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, Calvin Ridley, Kadarius Tony.
1: I do have just Mooney. Just having Mooney, that high Mooney on some teams. I need to. I need to find the leagues that still looks like he's getting traded and just get rid of him. Yeah. Seriously,
0: man, you find that fifth, sixth place team, they'll probably take on Mooney because he probably will make it into their starting lineups. He's putting up
2: double digits pretty much every game, especially when we're looking at like those start ten, start eleven, start twelve. Yeah,
1: yeah, rosters. Wow. Wow. All movie. right.
0: Uh-huh. We, we end on a note of flabbergast.
2: It's always <laughs> chaos. I try to just bring chaos. Uh.
0: You succeeded. Uh, man, I don't. Well, thank you everybody for stopping in for another day of trading uh, Dynasty Wall Street. We're going to ring the bell and end this episode. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time on the show.